This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates or Compass in Fairfield, Connecticut. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call 800-339-9252 or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. While you're at the website, you can scroll on down to the radio section of the page, check out past shows and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And folks, please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions, suggestions for future shows, or to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting. Now, Thanksgiving's over, as sad as that may be. And, you know, your turkey soup may be getting low or maybe your turkey pot pie's only got a couple pieces left. But for a lot of people, especially retired folks, this marks the time of year when you begin cementing your plans to get out of Dodge for a week or two during the upcoming winter. After all, one of the reasons you were eager to leave the world of work behind was likely to enjoy your life on your terms, your schedule. But, you know, I'm not exactly breaking new ground when I say that if you're planning to travel this winter, you may need to do it in a way that doesn't jeopardize the financial elements of your retirement strategy, something we kind of talk about every week. Maintaining your preferred lifestyle after you're done working is essential. And spending too much on travel is one way to burn through your assets way too quickly. But never fear, there are some truly wonderful travel opportunities out there, especially for older folks who are willing to do a little strategizing, shopping around, and budgeting, although these things can apply to nearly anyone. But before we start kicking around some travel ideas, let's start kicking around our co-host, Tony Shore. <laughs> Tony, no, honestly, Might you're the well greatest. You, you're the tour guide who can steer this, this show in the right direction. How you doing? Oh, thanks, Matt. Uh, I think this is going to be a terrific show today. <laughs> you know, <laughs> jury's out. Let's just put it that way. No, I've I've got some uh, great travel ideas, um, even on a budget. So I'm excited to hear what you have to offer, and I'm going to throw a couple in there too myself. I mean, Iowa's beautiful this time of year. Yeah, well, oh, wait, everybody, crickets. everybody. I didn't have the crickets. Uh, <laughs> the tough part <laughs> is, though, getting a room. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. so busy. <laughs> Right, right. Well, uh, you know, this is going to be a good one, though, because, you know, I think, you know, when we're headed into the holiday season, uh, you know, November, December, people begin maybe planning trips. Uh, A lot of people take trips the first of the year or end of the year. And even if you live someplace that isn't cold or snowy, you know, some people just want to get out there and see what there is to see, especially if you're near or headed into retirement, but like you say, this applies to everybody. Um, I I've dreamt about spending part of January on a warm Sandy beach, enjoying one of those, you know, drinks with the little umbrella in it. Uh, because I'm from Minnesota every winter, I think, wow, we've got nine months of winter. Can't I spend just a few weeks of it somewhere warm? So, uh, what do you, what do you think, Matt? Well, you know, I understand that. I, I understand that 
dream, I guess. You know, I don't sure. mind going to those warm places. I would go imagine this though, Tony. I always did things a little different than everyone else. No. If you could, <laughs> weird, right? But uh, you know, so like in college when everybody went on spring break and went down south, me and a handful of my friends, we'd go up into the mountains and go skiing for the last, you know, couple good runs. So, fun. Like fun. I've I've always liked going to the places that you can kind of save a couple bucks. We didn't do as much skiing over winter break. We did it over spring break. You know, you get those last good runs in and you get some breaks on it on the way. So I've been doing these things for a long time. I, I did Europe after college. I was that guy that went around and was able to stay there for a while and very little money. And so traveling on a budget is not something new to me at all. Um, it's, it's one of those things I consider kind of a challenge to have the best vacation possible, you know, but um, not break the bank. So uh, I, I think this is this is going to be a fun one, especially yeah. with any of those um, suggestions you're going to be able to throw in. Now, there's a travel and leisure article, the most affordable winter vacations in the U.S. So you don't have to take my word for it or their or your word for it. People can they can believe in travel and leisure instead, Tony. Right. But, right. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> They're the experts. Right. <laughs> but hey, traveling on a budget doesn't mean you can't have a tr some fun at some truly remarkable destinations. Right. And we should also note that your financial services professional, uh, Matt Brunner, uh, for example, may be positioned to help people plan a great trip while also keeping an eye on the budget and financial strategy. And, you know, if our listeners out there aren't already working with a financial professional, uh, or maybe they are, but want a second opinion, I recommend they give you a call. Uh, pick up the phone, give Matt a call. Uh, and, uh, you know, Matt, I know you talk to people about uh, retirement uh, finances and retirement savings uh, and not digging into those to take these trips and maybe finding that money somewhere else. So uh, you want to make sure you're doing it right. Well, as you know, we talk about these things all the it would kind of no matter what the topic is, I always have that little caveat, like the people that work with me beyond the May, and I don't mean to pick on you for using that word, we do have these lines in our plans for clients. Sure. Uh, vacations are a super important part of life. Whether you, you do one at home or you travel away, taking some time to recharge is absolutely necessary. It, it, if you never take that time to enjoy your life along the way, what's the point? Sure. Uh, is my opinion, right? I, I get it. There's times when you're busy or you have to work harder so that you can do it in the future, but sometimes it's staying around and just taking a vacation at home. But, uh, having this part, having those lines in your plan, there's something, you know, I, we talk about budgets, et cetera, but part of your budget, a budget's a piece of paper that shows you where things go and you know what they mean. Part of your budget should be your spending plan and some of the things you're going to spend money on. And one of the things you should be spending some sort of funds for, if you're doing this right, is vacations. Now the article's first recommendation for budget friendly winter travel is Boston, Massachusetts. Boston. Now I know. <laughs> I heard it. I heard it just coming out of your head before it did, right? Boston in the winter, right? But right. Uh, hear me out. There's, yes, Boston's winters can be snowy, cold, windy, wet, but they're also beautiful. You know, Boston's architecture is very walkable streets. It can make some of those snowy days look like an image off a postcard. They are Norman Rockwell paintings or, you know, just things you see and always think that's winter. Uh, once you've walked around Harvard Yard, I'm not going to do the accent, or gone skating on Boston Commons, you can spend the rest of your time inside 
one of the top-notch art or history museums. They've got an FAO Schwartz. They've got all, you know, they, there's historic restaurants, pubs, breweries. There's so many things. And that's not even to mention the renowned hotels. And I guess I already mentioned the, you know, the museums and some of the restaurants. But there is so much to do in that city. Well, yeah, and you're right. Uh, when you said Boston, I'm like, wait, what? In the winter? <laughs> but, you know, I, I've noticed that when you visit a major city in the wintertime, you can almost uh, forget how cold and snowy it is because you're spending so much of your time enjoying things like museums or other sites, right? Yeah, and there's something that just makes so many cities, especially those that are in cold climates, that much more beautiful when there's a snow falling. It's, I don't, I don't know how to describe it, but it's just that much more magical. Um, now talking about snow, here's another, this can be potentially budget friendly trip, Vail and Beaver Creek, Colorado. They're another cold ones, but I let's, let's get crafty here. You'll warm up quickly once you strap down your skis and hit some of those legendary slopes, right? Now, both of those communities offer far more than just skiing. There's tons of dining and shopping and nightlife. I, have been to both of these in the off season. I had friends that lived out in Vail. Uh, I can say out of those two, Vail's probably going to be a little more expensive than Beaver Creek. Um, and Vail also has more nightlife uh, and shopping item uh, options at Beaver Creek. Uh, it's probably more family friendly of the two. Uh, and when it comes to lodging, there are a ton of options, especially when you add in what you have now for like Airbnb and Furbo. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a, that's a good point. And I'm still a holiday in kind of a guy. No, <laughs> I'd like six star hotels if I could, but there's no uh, denying the incredible popularity of Airbnbs and Verbo. Uh, renting a home rather than a hotel can be more budget friendly if you're traveling with a group, especially. Yeah, especially. And that's a good way to save a couple bucks. Make it another family or two in one of these big places that you can rent out and you save a ton of money when you stay in those uh, big places and rather than a hotel and everybody getting a couple of rooms. Now, one last cold weather location before we talk about some of the warmer stuff. In my humble opinion, uh, anytime is a good time to travel to New York City. It's one of the greatest cities in the world, no doubt. Uh, winter is no exception. That's another one of those cities where when there's a light snowfall going on, it just is that much more magical. Uh, there's mass transit galore. You never need to be outside for too long. As you go from, you know, the museums to the theater, one site to the next and kind of, you know, a lot like Boston, another northeast city. It's just beautiful. There's ice skating at Rockefeller Center or at the park. There's, you know, you could take the carriage ride through Central Park, which is I don't know that there's a more storybook quality to New York City in the winter. I've done I did it with my kids and it was actually snowing and they brought us the, it was their last carriage ride of the day and they brought us right back to our, our hotel which was absolutely wow. awesome. So we started yeah. in the park and they, they brought us down. They brought us down the main thoroughfare to our hotel. It was so cool getting dropped oh, great off is that? at our hotel from one of the carriage rides. Um, and you can also, hey, you can grab a hot dog on nearly every street corner. There's tons of great <laughs> pizza. There's trucks. There's all, everything that you want is yep. available in that city. Um, and it's one of my absolute favorite New York, uh, winter destinations. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love visiting New York city. I don't think personally I could live there, but I really nope. love that city a lot. And I encourage everyone to visit uh, at least. And there's, I mean, between food and sites and 
just amazing. Amazing. And this time of year, going to see the Christmas Spectacular at Radio City Music Hall, oh. it's like nothing else. That was so magical. We always went in for a day, at least a day trip as a kid. We'd take the train down into the city and go to all these different spots. It was It's one of my favorite memories from being a kid. Well, and uh, don't the, don't forget about the mis, the Museum of Natural History with all the big dinosaurs and dinosaur oh, it's bones. Awesome. Yep. I, I mean that comes up all the time that we're taking the kids there. Yep, that's awesome. So uh, let's uh, really quick take a minute to give our listeners your information in case they want to contact you, Matt. Or if Casey want to go to New York City with me, let me know. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's simple. Eight hundred three three nine nine two five two is the phone number, or compass ltdcoms website. You're going to get calls. Uh, you're, I think people are, are thinking Matt Brunner tour guide. Yes, please. Yes, please. Uh, where do I sign up? Uh, I know, I know I'm thinking that. So, uh, but you know, you've pointed out, you know, getting together, uh, with a financial services professional for a little help and really devising a travel itinerary does make sense. So, so I get it. Um, where do you want to go next? Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to mislead anybody here. I'm not going to tell you exactly what you should do every day. I'm going to help you build <laughs> no, the right, no, the right spending and savings plan so that you can do those things. Uh, I'm not a travel agent by any means. I have been to a lot of fun places. I'll give you some good advice. I think to, what, places to visit, but all right. So the next one, here we go. Uh, now we're going to go some warmer climates, Tony, Orange County, California. Now I, it's a cliche to say that, a destination is something for everyone, but Orange County might. It's got beaches, surfing, oceanfront lodging, restaurants, theme parks, you name it. You know, there's hiking, camping, what you name it. Orange County's probably got it. Sure. Now, you should note January and February, the crowd at Anaheim's Disneyland tends to be smaller than throughout yeah. the rest of the year. So, another True. good option for wintertime. And Orange County can get expensive. Southern California. Anywhere in California can be some of the most expensive stuff you're facing in the States, if, but especially if you're not being careful about it. But a little strategizing may have you enjoy that destination without blowing your financial strategy out of the water. Yeah. You know, I lived, this is actually one I was going to mention. Uh, you beat me to it that when I said I had a couple, um, I lived in Orange County, California for five and a half years. And okay. it was a blast. This was back in the late 80s early nineties. And I had a blast. I mean, I was young, single. It was right before I got married. So, um, the five and a half years leading up to my engagement anyway, I lived there and it was fantastic. And I loved it then. I think I'm going back in January to visit for the first time in years and years, but, uh, it is a fun place to visit. And, you know, if you go shopping on fashion Island in Newport beach or Irvine area, yeah, you're going to, it's going to be outrageously expensive, but you can do things on a budget, but just driving up and down the PCH, the Pacific coast highway mm -hmm. or the one, as they call it, it's awesome. Uh, start, you know, go down to San Diego from, uh, orange County. That's beautiful. Uh, even better yet drive North, uh, you know, hit Malibu, Santa Barbara and just keep going. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, I, li I lived in San Diego for a little bit myself, and I, I I agree. Now, to me, it's a great place to visit. I could not stand that there was always traffic, no matter which way you were heading. Yeah, the traffic is unbelievable in Orange County and L.A. It's unbelievable. I think it's all of California, except like anywhere from the border to north of L.A. Yeah. I think you get a little break, and then it's you know a mess again once you get up a little further north. But 
but it is geographically, it is absolutely beautiful. Yeah. And I mean, it's it perfect. Is, it, it's yeah, always it's sunny and 70. I mean, that's pretty much the weather. Yeah. You want to know what the weather is right now? <laughs> sunny and 70. Yeah. You don't even need to look. <laughs> right. So, nope. um, but you know, I've been to Disneyland a few times and, uh, you know, visit there when the crowds are uh, as light as possible. That's the way to go. I mean, I love space mountain as much as the next guy, Matt, but I, I don't want to wait in line two and a half hours to, you know, take a, take a three minute ride on space mountain. So, uh, it's a blast, but, uh, if you have kids, you, you want to take them there. It's fun. But at the same time, uh, there are so many other things to see and do. I mean, yes, you know, it's really fun. Now, I, this next one, I cannot give a personal recommendation to. This is purely from the from the article. One of the three states I haven't been to. Uh, and the next one they're recommending is Oahu, Hawaii. Oh, sounds beautiful. You know, I'm glad to hear you haven't been there. It makes me feel better because my, Sarah, <laughs> my wife and I haven't been there. Sarah and I have not been there. And we hear from so many people. We It's hard for us to find someone who hasn't been to Hawaii or at least says, oh, yeah, I've been to Hawaii. Um, <laughs> Glad to hear you haven't been because that makes me feel better about myself. Anything I can do to help. Yeah. Me. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> now, you know, you've got Honolulu, which is the state capital, the Pearl Harbor National Memorial. Um, it's got a lot going, more going for it than mere beaches. But honestly, those beaches, that's what I always wanted to go see as a kid. And I still can't wait to someday put my feet in that white sand, you know, that nice, warm salt water. Uh, once you've had a fill of those beaches, though, there's great trails, some beautiful hiking. A lot of people automatically assume Hawaii is extremely expensive. I know my cousin went to live there for a little while. And if you're living there, the cost of living is a little bit higher than other places. But there's a lot of hotels and airlines competing for tourist dollars. So that means a few months of deal shopping could have you enjoying Hawaii at a price you never thought possible. Mm. Yeah, I think you hit on something there that's really key. I mean, it's only natural for people to think places like Hawaii or Orange County, California or Paris maybe are going to be way out of the budget. But right now, especially, there are a lot of hotels and restaurants and airlines trying to get a piece of the tourist revenue. And I think, you know, if you look around and really do it right, you could get some considerable savings if you do your homework. I agree, Tony. Now, uh, the critical thing, though, is like you said, give yourself plenty of time to shop yes. around yeah. before you book those trips. Now, the next one I'm going to talk about, this one is a special place I know for both you and I. Yep. We both spent some time there, and this is Nashville. Nash uh, Vegas, that was my other one. Yeah, that, that's, you know, it's considered the heart of country music. It's one of the, you know, I think it's one of the most iconic places to visit in the country. Yep, it is. Uh, the, most of the city's iconic destinations are indoors which means the chilly January, February temps shouldn't cause you much trouble. Of course, if you're from where we are, you're probably still in shorts when you go to Nashville in January, exactly. and February sometimes. Exactly. I mean, it can't get cold. Don't get me wrong. But, sure. um, you know, Grand Ole Opry, you know, just thinking of Minnie Pearl being on the stage or something, you know, Country Music Hall of Fame Museum, the National Museum of African-American Music. Booking a room uh, is, if you can, down on Music Row, you're walking distance of so many popular sites. Yep. And there is music from sun up to sun, well after sundown. Yeah. There are bands playing all day long. If you enjoy music and, a little, you know, some some good Southern food, Nashville is a great place to visit. Well, yeah. Now, I lived there six years. I moved there um, after California. 
and lived there six years and really reluctantly moved back to Minnesota to be closer to family. Wish I still lived in Nashville. My wife and I still talk about moving back. I mean, it is one of the greatest cities and I'm not even a country music fan, but if you go, do not miss the country music hall of fame and museum. No, yeah, it, it is. It is incredible. And they've improved it over the years so much. And it's just, it's fascinating for anybody. And then make sure you tour the old RCA studios on Music Row. There's now a great Johnny Cash museum there that they've opened, which is fantastic. And they close off the downtown area. Uh, they close off these streets and it's just filled with people and honky tonk bars playing live music. And you can hear everything from rock and alternative to, of course, a lot of country and a lot of honky tonk music downtown. Um, you know, the wild horse saloon, uh, George Straits is a great place to hang the, and, but the food, uh, I mean, I could talk sure, about it. It's great. Yeah. The food I, is I'm going to tell you incredible. Uh, the food's phenomenal, but as far as music goes, go to a karaoke bar. And I'm saying, yeah. I'm saying this, most people think of that as a painful experience, right? Not in Nashville. Nope. There are so many musicians there <laughs> waiting unbelievable. to make it and they will take time anywhere they can to get a song in. You will hear some of the most phenomenal singers at yep. any karaoke bar in in the city. Anything that's got somewhere for someone to play, yep. there are some phenomenal musicians. Some of there. those little bars downtown. Yeah, some of the little bars downtown, you'll be walking by and you go, wow, that sounds pretty good. You step in and it's just some guys up on stage playing in this tiny bar, people packed yeah. in. And you, you listen from it and go, well, that's the best band I've ever heard in my life. Who are these guys? <laughs> and then you go to the next one and go, wait a minute. Because every, everyone in Nashville, it's Music City, and uh, if you go out to eat, your waiter is a is a struggling songwriter, a musician, or singer. I yeah. guarantee, and it. he'll be playing at the bar you just at, where you heard the great <laughs> exactly. band before tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, Nashville is just a unique, uh, a very unique city, and they've been building hotels like crazy because it's become so popular. So. Uh, get in there before it gets so crowded. You can't get in there. Uh, I would yeah. highly recommend Nashville and they have fairly mild winters. It can get cold there. I mean, right. uh, it can get cold, but they don't have big snowstorms. So mm -hmm. now the, the one I want to, I want to finish off on one more, uh, Texas, Austin, Texas. It's oh, changed a lot, Austin. especially in the last year. Um, in the last two years, especially, but in the last year, it's changed a lot too. Uh, but it's changed over the years. Another great music town, uh, but tons of artists, a lot of tech workers. It's a very interesting scene, really good food. You know, just the brisket, of course, there's always something there's brisket on every corner. Um, Texas is a very proud state, proud of what they do. But uh, Austin's just it's this great little enclave in the middle of this incredibly huge state. Uh, I don't know if it's exactly middle, but. Uh, I've had a lot of fun in that city. The Tex-Mex, it, it's another great foodie and music place to go. Uh, I have a hard time say, not recommending that as a great winter trip. Yeah, it doesn't always have to be on a beach. You know, yes, last year they had a cold snap, but that is very uncommon again for Texas. Uh, but that's another great one you can take advantage of in the wintertime. Wow. Yeah, that's a good one. And I used to travel to Austin every year for the South by Southwest music conference, uh, and convention and just love Austin, Texas. I have not yes. been there for, it's been about five or six, five years, six years. 
since I've done well, that. It's like a years. comedy paradise now. Joe Rogan went there, and now like every comedian and their brothers moving there. So there's also a great comedy scene building in the city. Well, they have every scene. I mean, it's you, any li- anything live. Uh, if you want live plays, live country music, live alternative, li- live heavy metal, live comedy, because they have literally uh, a two mile stretch. Is it two miles? Yeah, uh, it's a good solid, chunk. solid clubs up and down. Yeah. I think it's Sixth Street. Sixth, yeah. Yep. Unbelievable. Uh, that place, a lot, uh, a lot like Nashville, a lot of fun. Unfortunately, Austin has become, I haven't been there in about five or six years, but even the last time I was there, it gets harder and harder to get around because so many people have moved there. Yeah. It's, it's, it was, there was always people go in there, like you said, for music, but there's just, it's become so big. So many yeah, people, even the fun. film industry, film uh, tech, yeah. like, you know, Elon Musk has stuff out in yeah. that area. And yeah. It's, it's becoming a very crowded place it's yeah character is changing a little but it doesn't mean that there is any less to do yeah um, and it's it way be- different than the rest of texas whatever really you is. have in your head about texas it's not austin although austin has great barbecue um great well, texas i think barbecue. most of texas a lot of places a lot of states have great barbecue yeah. now it's not just a it's not a market cornered by the South any longer. That's true. Nashville has some great, well, Nashville hot chicken. Got to, got to have. Yeah. That. Every, and, and that's the other, Hey, listen, you wanted, we could do a whole show on traveling <laughs> and following the different barbecue trends oh, around the country. That'd be awesome. I used to be heavily into the barbecue scene. I worked for Casey masterpiece for a spell when I was younger. I'm not trying no. to give them a plug when it was an actual restaurant. Um, not that they yeah. had sold the sauce to a big company, sure. but the restaurants were still open. I got to go to some of the greatest barbecue that. contests in the country. I remember when KC Masterpiece had restaurants. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It was some, they they were a few there were a handful around the uh Midwest up, you know, like Chicago way. Yep. yep. Uh Kansas um of course well yeah, the flagship store was actually in Kansas. Yeah. Um not the Missouri side, but it was in the Kansas area of Missouri the city but south there. Um but yeah, it was actually, I loved working for that company. It was a ton of fun, but I loved all the contests I got to go to. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, that well, we've had some fun talking about travel destinations and traveling yes. on a budget. And you and I have, uh, we hit upon some of our favorites and maybe got a little off base, but I think we've maybe got some people excited about, and, and the great thing about Nashville and Austin is those are very budget friendly. Uh, you can yes. actually do Nashville on a budget still. Um, prices have gone up recently, but if you, if you look around, you can get great flights, you can get great hotels. So, uh, just you shop around. Uh, Is there anything you want to add? We're actually out of time, Matt. Uh, Is there anything you want to add before we go? You know what? No, there's nothing I want to add. I will state again, though, that if you want to, you know, get your plan together, so you know what your spending plan looks like. So, you know how much you have to spend on vacations every year how much you have to spend on entertainment, those kind of things. Yes. While also putting money away for your retirement, we want to keep an eye on the future too, but we want you to help live the life you want to have now too. That's very important. Give us a call 800-339-9252 or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. All right. Sounds great. And listeners that does it for today's episode of the financial compass with our host, Matt Brunner. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. 
Call 800-339-9252 or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD. Compass, a registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC. Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities, LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities, LLC, and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Securities, LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.